Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and the fact that penguins have knees. <laughs> Did you guys know that? No, I did not. They know really that. do? They really have these. Can like, I look that in, up? Yeah, you can look it up. It's in, it's in the Bible. Let me Google that. It's in the Bible. <laughs> um, I'm guessing the book is the numbers. Bible. <laughs> yeah. Just check it out. Numbers. Do penguins. Brad doing our fact checking for us. Yes, Brad's fact checking. Um, yeah, so welcome to the Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap, they do. I told you. Why the penguin's you leg has a short femur, knee, tibia, and fibula. Huh. Yeah. We are very related. We are interconnected yeah. with the penguins. You are just an overgrown penguin. <laughs> and just like a and just like a penguin, Michael sits on his eggs. <laughs> yes, he does. So my wife and I were talking about penguins uh, today because I was talking about. We're penguins. off to a great start. <laughs> and uh, she said I'd say it weird. Like I, I should penguins. I, I might have said penguins. Yeah, don't say penguins. My favorite way to say it is penguins. Penguins? Yeah, with an penguins? A. Yeah, with an A. Penguins. Yeah, it's not, it's not penguins. Penguins are my favorite animal. Can we move on from this? Yeah, we can move on. Okay. But I'm just saying, letting people know that penguins are my, my, it's great. my favorite. See, all penguins are Michael's spirit animal. All he's trying to do is get away from the Michael's whale mouth meme. He oh, is. It's not going to happen. Oh, no. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> See, well, he wants to new me with penguins. <laughs> well, I'm fine with penguins. Michael's penguin beak. <laughs> There is our new Write that down because he won't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. So, um, man, uh, we're going to do roll call, but man, I got deleted off my sheets. Like, Brad snuck in here and took roll call off here. Brad, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Matt. I'm here up? present. So, Michael, Michael are, you are you here? Present. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are you guys drinking? Uh, I'm having. The Stoked from Upland Brewing Company. <coughs> or the Saint Oaked, as I read the label earlier. <laughs> Michael's illiterate. Uh, it's Oaked. called Stoked. Uh, it is a Belgian-style quadruple uh, that is aged in oak, and it's really good. Well, it's also good. 10% alcohol, so we want to go ahead and get this podcast done <laughs> sooner rather than Chug later. It, yeah. Hey, um, question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is What does quadruple mean? Uh, Man. Yeah, I've looked it up before. Nobody knows. It has to do with the type of yeast they use, I think, or something. Anyway, don't worry like about extra, it. Extra thick yeast? No, it's not extra thick yeast. <laughs> and don't ever say the words thick yeast in front of me ever again. That is horrifying. Oh, oh man. Um, Those are two words that should never be used. He's together. writing down a hashtag right now. Yes. Hashtag yeast. thick yeast. You are. Don't lie to me. I would me. never. I would uh, never do that. Uh, Matt, what um, are you drinking? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, the oh, Excuse me. The Upland Brewing Company and uh, Revolution Brewing Company co- uh, collaborated. Collaboration. Thank you. They um, stopped, collaborated, and listened. <laughs> is this like that time when uh, Britney no. Spears and Insane collaborated? No, no, it's not at all. For the MTV Movie Awards? Because unlike that, this doesn't make you want to kill yourself. No. Uh, it's <laughs> called Janet Re- Jackson and it's, Justin Timberlake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this has less boobs. <laughs> so And there's, there's no nipple right here. Right, right. Um, that we know of. That's <laughs> at Michael's. He's wearing one right now. Um, it's called Revved Up. It's a coffee blonde ale, which is kind of an unusual beer. I'm skeptical. Yeah, it doesn't sound like something. Like generally, coffee are more like stouts and that, and uh, even ambers. Maybe mm-hmm. you can get some, but it's really good. Uh, the coffee's not overdone. Um, it, it's it's there. I mean, it's definitely you can definitely taste it, but yeah. it doesn't. It's pretty good. overkill. You can get your hands on it. We recommend it. Yeah, it's good. Um, I recommend it highly. So. Michael. Mikey, what do you got better, buddy? I am drinking uh, Six Foot Blonde by 
quite possibly the worst brewing company name of all time. It really uh, is. Quaffon Brewing Company. And we must say, we really, their beers are really It's good. really good, but the name's awful. Yeah. Um, I really like their, their I don't know, their mother company? Big, Big Woods. Woods. That's a good, that's a good name for yeah, a beer company. from Nashville, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they decided to go with Quaffon, which is stupid. Um, but it is very good beer. <laughs> it is good beer. Yeah. American Blonde Ale. Um, it is, uh, uh, you quaff, it means to, to drink heartily uh. and with gusto. So... I'm going to punch him with gusto. One of these days. Quaff on. Brett's going to quaff you in the head. Yeah. Quaff on, my friend. Yeah, I will. Yeah, so. Okay. That concludes our, uh, what What are you drinking? Yes. What are you doing, New Year's Eve? Uh, I don't know. We should do a New Year's Eve podcast. No, we shouldn't. That would be, that would be a disaster. Yeah, let's be a talk fun. about. How about we do. Ghosts uh, of New Year's Eve. How about we do new, uh, how about we do news feed? Hey. <laughs> Screw you. Number one, I'm running this show, and we're going to talk about something else instead. Um, before we get into that, we're going to talk about um, our new logo and oh, banner. Yes. So uh, this dude, um, Nathan Miller. Um, Hi, Nathan. Hey, buddy. Um, just out of the blue, sent us uh, a new logo, and uh, it's awesome. So, we know him as Nathan from Oregon. He's an Oregon. No, he's no, an Oregonian. Oregonian. Gosh. Michael, once again, illiterate. It's like it's Nor- next week we're teaching Michael how to read. <laughs> it's like uh, Norwegian, but just take the N off. No, no it's not like that at all. Norwegian. It's not like that at all. Talk about the logo, Michael. Uh, the logo is beautiful. Um, what I really like about it is that it's similar to our old logo. It's got it the, is. The, the heart of our old logo, but it's got two beers and a cup of coffee. So. It does. Is it a cup of coffee? There or is, is it, uh, it look like white, white Russian. Russian. I'm thinking it's, white Russian. It's latte art. There's latte art on top. Oh, okay. is there? Yeah. That's right. You, said you that. would yeah. notice the latte art. I would, man. I, uh, I went straight to alcohol. It looked like a white <laughs> Russian. Yeah, it, I mean, either way. Man, I'm now I wonder white Russian. I know, seriously. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good either way. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's really um, great. We yeah. really appreciate that. Yeah, we like our fans. Yeah, yeah, our fans are awesome. Just randomly sending us stuff like that. And uh, I need to send him the uh, coffee cubes. Yes. I apologize. <laughs> I've been insanely busy with work. So. Yeah. No, he hasn't. He hasn't been doing it. No, I really have. He's just kind of sitting around playing <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Breaking out the old NES. Yep. yep uh, that's it. Yep. Playing, Keep playing, going. Playing that's, Duck Hunt. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Keep going, Michael. <laughs> Trying to see how close you can get to the there screen. There it is. Yeah, keep going. Let's let him keep rolling. How does that dunk gun work? <laughs> you can get on the internet. Look, I've I've seen it. Is it just? It like, doesn't work unless you have this thing pointed like six yeah. inches. I know, from but the how screen. does it know that you're hitting the duck? It, it you go on the internet. Look, you can Google it because I've seen an article about it before. Is and it just fairly like, recently? Like, my, Michael still plays. It. What is this wizard? <laughs> I know, but seriously, how the, how the heck does it work? Just cursing at it, the dog. Like the laser must read like the color oh, of the screw screen that or dog. Damn you, that dog. dog. What do- oh. the dog? The dog. Yeah. Laughs, laughs at, you. at you and you try to shoot it anyway. Dumb bastard. All right, let's go into the news feed. <laughs> now that we friggin' dog. <laughs> See how I got you guys derailed and you jumped in on that? You're welcome. Yeah. All right, now let's talk about not duck hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, in the news feed, who wants to go first? Matt, go for it. Okay, so I have one and a half. This one's uh, not God. really. Can you not just no, 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 no. Word? This one's just. This one. It's not even an article. It's. It's just the headline. It's a pastor. Pastor's worthy headline. You ready? Yeah. Traffic camera captures speeding blue tit on UK motorway. <laughs> You're welcome. What What does that even mean? Let's unpack this. 
It's, uh, the article just says a speeding blue tit was That's recently a bird, caught. Right? It's a bird, yeah. <laughs> well, recently caught by a motorway traffic cam on UK's M1. Uh, How fast was it going? It doesn't say. It's on a it's Really, a Michael? Like, it's a traffic cam. Look, it's a picture of a bird on the camera. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. I just, that is actually kind of a cool picture. Yeah, it is. It's a it new doesn't picture. have any wings. We'll post it. No, it has wings, It Michael. has wings. It's moving so fast. Good lord. Oh. You can't see the wings. It's going to be the night. It, 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 it's every night's this night. <laughs> every night is the same thing. <laughs> um, anyway. What are we going to do to... I feel like... Good like, night, Pinky. <laughs> Same thing with you every night. Try to fire Michael into the sun. Yes. <laughs> so my actual article, I've been saving this one for a little bit. This came out in the end of April. Um, did you know that there is a life-size Noah's Ark replica that's hitting the high seas this summer? Ah, yes. I have this book for this is not Cam. This is not Ken Ham. This oh, good. Is, you know what oh, the world needs is two, two giant uh, Noah's Ark so, replicas. So I am actually not for the Ken Ham one in the middle of Kentucky where but there's no body of water. I am okay with this one. Why? Well, let's talk about it, and we'll, we'll yeah. Let's talk about yeah. it. So, uh, the du- it's a Dutch guy um, announced plans to move the massive vessel with the help of a barge from its port in the Netherlands to Brazil this summer, which coincidentally is where the Olympics are. Um, um, as part of a multi-country tour, um, he completed the boat in 2012 as a religious attraction. He wanted to allow thousands of people living in Brazil, underprivileged and orphan children, to experience the hope that comes from this Bible story. How much you let him live you mean, on it? You mean the Bible story about worldwide genocide? <laughs> like the hope of that? Like I know there was a rainbow We're at the end. Kill everybody. There was a rainbow at the end, but that was for the oh, one family that was left. Right. According to the story. So uh, he decided to build the mega ship after dreaming that his homeland was flooded by a storm like the one that led to the creation of Noah's Ark. Alright, I take back what I said earlier about Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> yeah it's I can't get on board. I just, it's literally it's four hundred and ten feet long, it's literally the length of a football field, ninety five it's the dimensions weighs twenty five hundred tons. Uh, and said to hold more than 5,000 people at one time. I feel like he's overcompensating for Maybe something. Maybe put some of the orphans on it to live when there, so they have a place to live. I don't know. Can we do I, that? Yeah. Instead of, I mean, you know. I, what I do like about this one more than the Kentucky one. This is what I want. They're not using taxpayer money to build well, it? Well, they're not using taxpayer <laughs> money to build it. They're not. I mean, it does sound like it was a religious experience, like, you know, yeah. whatever it is. But I like that it actually floats. That it's not in the middle of a continent that is. <laughs> Ken Ham's not going to float. That, that, you know, I wish Ken, Ken Ham would drown. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, 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 went there. Sorry. I'm really glad we're talking about forgiveness. Tonight. I wish he would evolve <laughs> or devolve back into a monkey. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, then. No, I, I just, I have, like, he's yeah, I an know. idiot. I, yeah, yeah, we don't have much respect for him either, so that's. Not sure I'm wishing for his name. But I do like that it's on. I do like that it's on. Mm-hmm. That he is. This guy is actually using the boat for, you know, boat purposes. You know, I rather guess. than just, hey, come check you know out our. that thing makes it across the Atlantic. I hope so. That's what I'm. Uh, I don't know. Is, isn't right it made now. out of all wood? I don't know. He didn't say. I mean, he said if he really wants to test the story, get on there with a couple of freaking lions. Yeah. See if he makes it across the Atlantic. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll show you that. hope. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Let's test out the theory of whether this story actually happened. Mm-hmm. Put two zebras and two lions on the same boat and see how long it takes for but, the lions but God to close their freaking zebras. God closed the mouth of uh, the lions. Sure. And okay. had separate Can we move on And that's how yeah. there just wasn't enough room for the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, the lions ate the dinosaurs. Isn't there, ah. isn't there a far side cartoon about that with the dinosaurs getting left behind on the ark? I'm pretty sure I there is. I think there is, actually. Like, there's just no more room for it. It's hilarious. It's uh, right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. Where else would the dinosaurs go? Yeah. We had to were, we had to drown God the world to make it happen. They went to hell with evolutionists. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, what do you got? Are you, uh, I've got, got here's the headline: Giant strollers for adults let parents <laughs> test drive before <laughs> buying. I almost used this. Yeah. Okay, so there's an American company. Um. Uh, I, I can't throw find the name to of the company. Our, anyway, uh, a U.S. company has developed a stroller that adults can He's test not going to let you derail. No. <laughs> he's just going to keep talking. No, so, it's a throw to our first episode. Here's, here's the freaking pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a real picture. Yeah, I've like, seen it. Yeah. It honestly looks like something from The Onion. Yeah, it And it's motorized, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's motorized. So <laughs> they can. it's a life-size replica of the normal one so that adults can test it out before they buy it for their babies. Like... <laughs> So I'm really torn on this because, first of all, I'm like, my first initial reaction was, I hate this country and there's no re- wonder why the terrorists hate us. This is why the terrorists hate us. That was my first That's, reaction. Yeah. But my second reaction is, yeah, I totally ride that. Yeah. yeah. So Does it, it do wheelies, though? Because I you don't can't really it, test that. I, 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 I think the idea <laughs> was that... It's like a lady like, <laughs> like she's pushing it with an adult male riding. I think the idea was for it to sort of give parents an idea how comfortable they are it for is. their kids. It is. So like it's right. It's not. I think it's just a novelty. Thing it is. It is. It's a. It's a publicity yeah. thing, and I get that. And that's so. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. But I thought. See, when I really saw it, I thought it was. I thought it was like something f- like that. You can actually buy yeah. mass. Oh, you can't buy that because you're no, freaking no. lazy. No, you can't buy it. That's it's, what I thought. It's the company. They they set up test drives basically, and they're doing uh-huh. another one in Chicago, uh, June seventh at Chicago's Mary Bartolme Bartolme Park. So there you go. Just imagine you you fall asleep and then you wake up <laughs> inside you're that stroller. You're sitting in a giant freaking stroller. <laughs> what are your thoughts? And there's no mirrors. You can't. You, your phone's not on you. You've got a onesie on. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> you got a pacifier and a diaper yeah. and that's it. <laughs> you're wearing a diaper. Uh, you just freak the crap out. That's good stuff. Yeah, okay. So that's uh, that's my news feed item for the week. Michael, what do you have? Um, okay, so this one really is just for the name. The name alone was 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 worth it for me, but I'm gonna read it too. Not the whole thing, but part of it. You know, you know how it goes. All right. <laughs> See if I can just drag this out a little bit longer. Yeah, you can. You All generally right. do. Uh, Israel Israeli Israeli man files a restraining order <laughs> against almost, God. I almost used this one too. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. So a guy. <laughs> A guy, he just wants God to stop interfering in his life. <laughs> so a man in Israel apparently doesn't want God to answer his prayers, so he's filed a restraining order against the Almighty. Um, this isn't from The Onion? No, no this is not, real. I saw this. It's You're from, kidding. Um, yeah. He, he um, told the court that over the last three years, God had been very negative towards him, and uh, through court documents didn't uh, detail, though the, the court documents didn't detail any specifics. Um, uh, he just said that he's he doesn't want God to to be involved in his life anymore. He's just done. He's donezies trying to break up. It's not me. It's you. He's, he's donezos. Um, oh, that's hilarious. But w- what really breaks my heart is that uh, even though that they had this had this hearing that that God didn't show up. <laughs> God wasn't there. <laughs> He's held in contempt of court. God is in contempt of court. Bailiff, <laughs> um, arrest that man. Yeah. So uh, they are suggesting. How awesome would it be to walk into that courtroom wearing a white robe and a long white beard? Like, <laughs> I know. I mean, seriously, like, just to troll the shit out of that whole Talking situation. Talking like Morgan Freeman. Seriously. 
Just walk uh, in in a robe, a uh, long white beard. Just if Morgan Freeman wanted to show up. Just walk in, you ring. <laughs> yeah, I got some papers. You got a beef me. with me, mother... <laughs> Um, When did did God turn into Samuel L. Jackson? (laughs) Morgan Freeman and Samuel L. Jackson, just like that. Oh, my God. Um, Do you think God has an attorney? (laughs) (laughs) I almost got Matt to spit. uh, He has got a spit take there. Um, He he probably needs one. He probably does. Like, There's definitely some defamation of character going around. Especially when that guy's arc sinks in the middle of the Atlantic and he sues what? it with, for, uh, with like 1,200 orphans right. on board. <clears throat> like the Titanic. Um, so, have you guys ever filed a restraining order? I've even uh, got the finger. No. no. Why would I have filed a restraining order? I don't know. I just you keep maybe... derailing this podcast, I'm going to sign one against you. Um, <laughs> we can do it on Skype if we need to. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, okay, so that pretty much concludes in the news feed. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the quickest we've ever. That had really is the quickest. We news are, feed. we are. That was so quick, and I feel like we should talk about chimpanzees or something. <laughs> Planet, Planet, <laughs> well, of the, Planet of the Apes. Currently staring at one. <laughs> you so filthy, <laughs> you damn dirty. <laughs> Get your hands off me. Uh, okay, so staring at one. <laughs> I have, I have a rant. I could I could rant about no, something. No, we don't need All right. rant. We'll we'll rant. No, we're good. Give him a minute. Well, Give him a minute. Let's, let's try to keep a podcast under an hour and a half for once. Maybe. We do. Um, Ish. Let me tell you what really pisses me off. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go eat some pizza. You guys <laughs> tell me when you're done. What I think... You know what I hate? And I really, really do hate these. What? Freaking yoga pants. People who wear yoga pants in public. It's like wearing sweatpants in public. But they wear them with like nice clothing and it drives me crazy. I'm wearing yoga pants right now. You are not wearing yoga pants. Are you wearing yoga pants? No, but I love that you looked. They drive me crazy. It makes me feel special. Why? I don't want to see all those parts of your body. I don't like yoga pants. I'm more concerned about dudes wearing them than chicks. Anybody who wears them. I don't want to see those things on your body. I don't want... What if you're doing yoga, though? Like, if you're going that, to Hawaii... I'm okay. Yoga, what if doing, you're doing yoga and you got to go get using, milk after yoga class? You're I'm, supposed to go home and change before Just make sure milk? you're carrying around your yoga mat. That's all I have. <laughs> so I know... Walking into Kroger with your yoga mat. Yeah. I've just been doing yoga. That's why I'm wearing these pants. Everybody they should see in the aisle. That's, I was doing yoga. That's why I'm wearing these pants. Yeah. No, I was yoga. Yep, yeah, that's, that's it. That's the only time it's appropriate to wear. I should only see you maybe in Walgreens going to pick up a prescription. Week when we <laughs> yeah. this podcast, oh, I hope you do. <laughs> I hope you do. Oh, man. So, yoga pants. They're the worst. Quit wearing them, America. <laughs> we just lost half of our listeners, probably. <laughs> well, it, just don't wear them, like, in public. Like, I'd really don't see pretend yoga like pants they're dressed in the pants. official Martinsville uniform, which is pajama pants oh and a white gosh. tank top. Oh my gosh! That's the that's the official uniform yeah. of going to Walmart going in Martinsville, Walmart. buddy. But yeah, yoga pants. No. <laughs> no, no, I I I get what you're saying, but there it could be much worse, and I've seen much worse. Yeah. It could be worse, um, but. Keep in mind, you work at a coffee shop that's pretty close to IU's campus, and that's pretty much the only thing that sorority girls wear is yoga pants. I don't so. like it. Don't approve. I know. That's this, what I'm saying. Is you see that you see it so much. I see it here in town. Oh, I, know. I see it. Like it's. Yeah. I like the yoga pants with the giant UGG boots. That's what kills me. Uh, the Han Solo uniform and the vest. They got the vest. Yeah. Oh yeah, the vest. Yes, the puffy vest. Yeah. The sleeveless vest when it's like zero degrees outside. Yeah. It's so cold out. Han Solo. <laughs> 
that's good. Okay, I think now we can go into further. Yeah, I'm glad you were able to get that out. Yeah, I, it's, it's literally you're been gonna, on. You're my gonna list. sleep better tonight, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, that's good. Quit wearing yoga pants. Um, <laughs> I'm wearing yoga pants. I can't wait till somebody who listens to the podcast wears yoga pants in my presence. I can't wait. <laughs> they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> my wife included. <laughs> Uh, sorry, sorry, Sarah. Um, so <laughs> next week we talk about Michael's divorce. Yeah, that's right. Recovering from divorce, Michael, a, a, a Michael's personal podcast. <laughs> okay, so uh, further up, further in, this is the FUFI section. Mm-hmm. Foofy, yeah, further up, further in. Uh, this week sponsored by Pastors Pub. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to support us on Patreon for just one dollar, you can join the Pastors Pub on Facebook. There's yeah. a lot going on on Pastors. Yeah, there is. There's it's a busy. lot. Pastors Pub is is where it's at. It's nice. Share a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, music. Cool. Talk about memes. Memes. Michael's whale mouth. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Beer. We've talked a little, little bit of everything. Yeah. About everything. Yeah. New podcasts. Yeah. Can't mm-hmm. can't tell you what they're about, but uh, <laughs> get on there and and you'll find out. All right. All it takes is a dollar a month. Yeah, dollar a month, and you can you can talk to us on Facebook about you know whatever Random you choose, dumb crap. anything, yeah, yeah. anything. Um, yeah, so further out, further in, we actually had a um, listener on Twitter uh, request. Uh, this was Foofy. a few weeks ago. This is yeah. a few weeks it's ago. Taken us a while to get to it. May eighth specifically is when uh, she oh, requested. Uh, her name is Sarah Kate Swanson at Moonbright Farm. Um, <laughs> At Pastor's Podcast. Does she own a farm? Because that's kind of awesome. Is she related to Ron Swanson, more importantly? I don't think she's related to Ron Swanson. (laughs) I bet I'm sure there probably is a Ron Swanson in her family. I hope there is. A Ronald Swanson, or Ronnie. Anyway, get to the question. My dad's name's Ronald. (laughs) Ronald. That's great. He goes by Ronnie. (laughs) Okay, can you get to the question, please? (laughs) All right. At Pastors Podcast. It's a good thing this table's wide enough that I can't uh, reach him. I punch right. him right in the face. At Pastors Podcast. <clears throat> FUFI request. How to do forgiveness the right way slash the deep hurts. The older I get, the more blown away slash lost I feel. So Man. we're going to talk about forgiveness. Yeah. Well, just as a... Let me, let me start off real quick. Let me start off. Is start there... Uh, this is this kind of pertains to the question. Is there a right way to do forgiveness? I think there's definitely a wrong way to do forgiveness. Yeah, I think so too. But I think um, what I mean by this, I think there's the forgiveness takes different paths for different people. Like mm-hmm. some people yeah, sure. find it easier to do. It depends on what's been done to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, I, I well, and I'm, I've got some notes that I okay, go that for, kind go of cover it. some of that okay. stuff. Go for it. Well, I mean, I li- if you li- I recommend highly listening to. I mean, we're we generally have an idea of sort of what we're talking about, but then there's people who are on the next level, and one of those people is Rob Bell. Uh, he did a five-part series on forgiveness on his Robcast. I think it's around it was a like, few months ago. Like th- Robcast, like thirty-nine to forty-three or something like that, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, I would recommend getting on there and listening to those for further depth. Uh, yeah. we're just going to scratch the surface. They are and, so, and some of the notes that I have here, I've, I've kind of just lifted off of his stuff because I'm not going to say it any better. Um, so we're not stealing from Rob. We're giving him credit right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so, like some of the stuff is legitimately just I just lifted it straight out just because it's there's no better way to say it than what he said. So, so I, I think it's important to talk about what forgiveness isn't first. It's probably helpful. Yeah, it, one of the things it's not is it's not condoning what someone did. Let's just yeah. get that out of the way right now. Um, part of forgiving is 
being willing to call something that was wrong, wrong. Yep. <clears throat> something that was evil, call it evil. It, yeah. It's not, you know, if, especially when you're talking about the big ones, like when you're talking about being raped, when you're talking about being abused, when you're talking about being, you know, some massive traumatic hurt in your life. Um, being really, cheated on. Right, yeah, I mean, awesome. yeah, I mean, just sure. just pick up. I mean, we know what some of the massive hurts are. It's not. It's not about saying, well, it was. It's fine that they did that. I forgive them. No, it's not saying that. I thought what they did was wrong. What they did was evil. What they did was hurtful. And you, you're not by forgiving. You're acknowledging that. So it's not condoning. Yeah, I think the more that you would say, well, it's not really that big a deal. The more you're actually trying to cover up yes. what's actually happening. You're, you're, the drama of you're burying it down inside right. yourself. Yeah. yeah, and that's not healthy at all for right. anybody. So name it, yes. call it awful, evil, yes, sin, whatever word you want to yeah, use. Right. Like I know a lot of people avoid that word, but there's some things that really you just kind of have to have. It works. Strong it's language for it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, get it out in the open and say this was awful and this was a terrible yeah. thing that happened. Yeah. I would also say that it's not about getting even too. Oh like, sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that I don't know if you're going to talk on on that, but people think uh, I'll, I'll forgive you. But you know, I remember when I was a kid, uh, my brother would say, "Oh, we're not even until I'm one up." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something a brother would we're, say. We're not even until I'm one up. But <laughs> it's not about getting even. It's not about like no. I think that's retribution. It's not really yeah, forgiveness. Sure. No. But some people aren't willing to forgive until they have that retribution. And that's like, not forgiveness. Until we're even. Yeah. Getting even. Forgiveness isn't about getting even at all. Yeah. Um, it, it's not about waiting for someone to apologize or confess to you that they did something wrong. Yep. Um, there are times where if you're waiting on someone to apologize before you forgive them, you may never Yeah, if you're them. waiting for somebody to ask for your forgiveness, yeah, you because, may wait forever. Yeah. It's it's not it's not about... And, and I think there's, a, there's an element of forgiveness, and depending on the situation, where to even bring it up with someone would do more harm than good. Forgiveness is about isn't about trying to isn't necessarily even telling someone that you've forgiven them. Right. It's about something a deep inner work in yourself that's about letting that go in yourself. Yeah, and and that that's we'll get to that, maybe get that forgiveness a little bit later. Forgiveness is about you. Yeah, percent. It absolutely um, is. It's not about the other person at all. It's literally it's about your freedom, your yeah. Um, your inner work, your like it's, it's about, about your joy. You. I yeah, mean, it's about your joy because I think I mean, one thing's one of the things that forgiveness doesn't, um, one of the things forgiveness does is it, it, if you're not forgiving someone, what you're doing is you're allowing them to be inside of your head, yeah, stealing from you life and joy mm-hmm. and freedom. You're allowing them headspace inside right. you, and that's I mean, forgiveness is one of those things that's supposed to sort of help release that thing. Um, it's not about eliminating con- eliminating consequences or justice. You know, right. there are times yeah. you, need, you need to call the cops, yep. <laughs> so to speak, or literally, um, because I mean, if you've if you've <laughs> if you've been raped, if you're being abused, if you're being you know whatever, call the police. It's not about eliminating consequences yeah. for that other person or eliminating justice. Well, I forgive them. I'll just let it go. You no, can no, no. Still forgive them, but they also still need to be in jail. They need to be in jail. Yeah. So, so if something like that has happened to you or is happening to you. Um, it's not forgiveness isn't about eliminating those consequences um, at all. Uh, it's not about forgetting what, not about forgetting what happened. You always hear, "Well, forgive and forget." Well, not really. there, there are some relationships. Like I think the three of us have a relationship where there are things we've said to each other that we've done. Oh, yeah. we've had fights. Where we've had fights, mm-hmm. and we really do forget it. Like I couldn't tell you. If, I mean, we've had some random arguments about stuff, but I, like, I hate you guys. <laughs> That's probably valid. That's probably valid. <laughs> um, you know, there's. There are times where in some relationships that are good and healthy, um, 
that you can do that. I was distracted by Michael on Periscope there. Yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. That you, that you absolutely can forget what happened. I, I think a husband and wife, I think it's important, or any, or any spousal sure. relationship, whatever that is, I think it's important. I think that's kind of important to be able to forget stuff. I mean, if you're holding on to yeah. grudges or you're holding on, like, I think it's important to be able to forget some of that stuff and not hold it over. Then part of forgiveness in that case is forgetting. That However, keeps no records. But remembering, yeah, well, yeah, that's well, true. But remembering doesn't that doesn't mean holding on to it either. Yeah. that's the difference. And it's and it's about it's yes, also this about, thing happened. This is part of my story, part of my journey, yeah. part of my life. But I will not hold on to it anymore. Well, and it's also important for establishing boundaries too. Yes. Yeah. You know, there are relationships you need to set boundaries. You get if you have a, a hurt that's deep enough. Whatever that is. The first cut is the deepest. You're welcome. This is Baby, my last. This I is know. my last week as a pastor. I'm just going to tell you, I will not be here anymore. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and then finally, I, I think it's it's not always about reconciliation either. I mean, some, well, sometimes it's possible. There are times though where reconciliation is not possible. Where yeah, you have to establish boundaries. You have to establish. You, you have need to, that separation. You essentially have to cut that person off yeah. or they will continue to hurt you. Um, obviously, reconciliation is a goal, and it's a, it's an important goal. That is going to be up to you and the other person, though. Yes. Like, that's the part where you can do your part for the reconcil- reconciliation, and you should, but it doesn't mean that they're going to respond. It, 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 again, it's all situational. It's completely yep. relative to your situation, um, and that's something only you can decide if the reconciliation is even possible or you have to establish absolute boundaries um, so those are the kind of things that forgiveness isn't I'm sure there's more that we could add to that list and you guys may be able to add something to that but those are some things I know Rob Bell talked about those that those four or five things that it's important to understand what it's not so I think the the question was how do you how do you forgive yeah basically right yeah I the older I get the more I'm starting to understand the interconnectedness to how we see our own forgiveness in God the universe, the divine, whatever you want to call it, and how that connects to how we're able to forgive. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's it's all interconnected. When Jesus says forgive or you will not or you like forgive in order to be forgiven, basically he says that a few times in it's Matthew six. Yeah, yeah, in various times in the gospels. I always thought, man, if I don't forgive people then, you know, well, I'm going to hell because I, my sins aren't forgiven. Yeah. That's not what he's saying. He's right. talking about the interconnectedness of how you see your forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself as forgiven? And, that, and not in a... For, I mean, for my entire life, I've been like, I'm forgiven. I didn't believe it. Yeah. Like, it's not a head knowledge of I know that I'm forgiven. It's almost on a cellular level, a mystical level, I guess, yeah. where you... You've gone through some stuff. You've done things or whatever it might be. You've hurt people. You've done... And you have come through that and realized, or it's through some sort of suffering, that you have realized just how loved and forgiven that you are unconditionally. When you have a deep understanding of that, forgiveness becomes much easier. It doesn't mean it's easy. No. It doesn't mean... And and another thing that needs to be said about forgiveness is there's no timetable on it. No, 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 no. Like, there's no timetable for saying, and it's Don't not... let the sun go down on your anger, though, guys. Right. Right. Well, and again, that's biblical. Yeah. However... Right. I'm not sure what that's necessarily a 24-hour day, day he's talking about. Yeah, right. I think you, you, there, are, there are times where you have to forgive somebody every day. 
you have to like they hurt you so bad well, I think, that you I, have yeah, to I think that sometimes forgiveness it's a process if it's yes. a process and sometimes forgiveness the form that it takes is that you wake up one day and realize that you hate that person a little bit less than you did yesterday yes absolutely I think there are small steps involved you know do you feel a little less or do you you know there's things there, there are ways to talk about to, to discover who you know if you need to forgive someone you know are you have you denamed a person do you refuse to even say their name um they're, you know, do you have a hard time saying their name? Does their name make you angry? Uh, when something good happens to them, are you kind of bummed about it? <laughs> like, do you wish yeah. them? Yeah. Well, I wish they'd just fall apart. Sure. Do they haunt you? Ken you Ham. <laughs> Michael has not forgiven Ken I don't no. forgive you, Ken Ham, because you, you <laughs> live in sin. <laughs> do you keep bringing them up even in the midst of something new and good for you? Um, and do you, you know, do you blame them for the things that go wrong? I think part of forgiveness is an awareness of, yeah. well, first I, there's somebody I need to forgive. There's an awareness of how much control they have over you. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think there's also those small steps. If you wake up tomorrow with just, you know, you're not just going to magically go poof. Oh, right. I feel better about them now. No. When I was fired from the trip, my last church, not City Hill, the one before that. No, we all fired ourselves. Yeah, we yeah. fired ourselves. <clears throat> when I was, when I was firing. <laughs> When I was fired from that church, and that's that's what happened. I was fired uh, for not living no, up. No, Matt, to, you were asked to resign. I was asked to resign. You that resigned. That is different. You <laughs> yes, resigned. I resigned. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so when that happened, our churches. When that <laughs> so happened, cute. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you adorable? When you when you yeah when they it's adorable. When two elders <laughs> sit on my sit on my. <laughs> <laughs> Almost made Brad spit up. Yeah, time. you did. It's adorbs. <laughs> when uh, when two elders. Sit on my couch and said, "Well, we've got we, we've got two great puzzle pieces with you and the minister, and yeah. they just don't fit together. So, so you're firing gonna, me. So we're gonna shit can one yeah. puzzle piece, and you're yeah. guess what? Piece. You get the axe. <laughs> you know when that happened, you're I, really great. That's why we don't want to pay you yes. and have to work for us anymore. Yeah. Can you still do it though? Can you still teach <laughs> yes. for free? Yeah, yeah. We like what you teach, even though we spent." entire meetings ripping all your blog posts and things yeah. like that um, because they weren't what we like. Right. So, because we don't understand how the internet works. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm not bitter. I, ser- I swear I'm not. I swear I'm not. That's going to play in this. I swear I'm yeah, not. Uh-huh. So like we, I mean this has been 2007. So we're like nine years into this at this point. Like I'm, I'm well past that. I've been through a number of jobs now. You know, so after I got, got shit canned, I sold cars for a few months that obviously did not work out because I'm not that guy. Um, ended up in the factory for you know eight and a half years. And there were times in those early years of the factory where the bitterness literally was eating me alive because I was so angry at what was happening. And the longer the it got to a point where the longer I was there, the more angry I got because like my calling had been stolen from me because I no longer felt comfortable even working in church. I'd been so burned by doing what I thought God was leading me to do in that ministry and getting my ass booted out on the sidewalk for it um, because I was living up to whatever expectation they had for their youth ministry. There wasn't enough Velcro walls. There, in, well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's a, a good way of putting it. But what I discovered is that the, the bitterness and resentment and the anger I was feeling was freaking exhausting and draining. It'll eat your lunch. Yeah, I mean, you know, that there's the, there's the old saying, not old saying, but somebody has said that you know, bitterness and the, the, the resentment and anger, like all those those emotions when it comes to unforgiveness, it's like drinking rat or eating rat poison and expecting the other the person to die. to die. Yeah, expecting the rat to die. So, but what it does, I've just, what I discovered, and I, I did a lot of soul searching during this time, obviously, but what it also does, it gives us a false sense of being sort of filled up 
I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that or felt that. I don't know how to word it. Yeah. We we kind of live we kind of feed and live on that self righteousness. Well, I was right. I was they were wrong hundred percent, and I don't believe that now. I know I probably had. I'm not the easiest guy to work with. I'm sure that there were things I probably could have done better. But been there, done that. Yeah. We. we <laughs> it's so what we do yeah, is he's a dick. We. <laughs> <laughs> I hate both of you so much. Um, I forgive you though. That's, 30, um, that's 36 years of experience right there. Trust me. <laughs> We uh, so what we do is we feed on it, and only to realize that it's it's empty and anything of anything life giving and it's slowly killing us. Like, but it does give us that that sense of like it sort of fills you up inside. At least there's kind of a it's kind of a, a short term high. Yes, that's it. a good way of putting it. It's sort of like a, a drug hit. It gives you this sense of of power and control that you don't actually have. Um, but it literally does, it slowly just drains the life out of you. It was, it yeah. was, it was freaking exhausting to be like that. Um, and it took, it took years to get over that. Like, it really did. I mean, I, you guys know, I've talked to both of you about it numerous times. It, it took years to get over that um, and to be able to forgive them for what they did. Um, and again, I wasn't totally blameless. I understand that. However, what happened was not fair, and I think we can agree on that. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, it took me years to be able to forgive them for that, to be able to push past, to wish them the best. Whatever happens to them is fine with me. I hope they succeed. Um, that's fine. I'm, I'm there at that point. I'm, I'm, I'm at that point now where yeah. I can say that. But it took years to get to that point. So this is not an easy process. But I, I'm, I'm at the place, and one of the things that forgiveness, is, forgiveness does for us is, is it, when we forgive, we're refusing to allow someone else to rob our joy from us. Yep. You're not going to steal my life from me mm-hmm. anymore. The, the famous quote is from Lewis Smedes, who wrote a book, The Art of Forgiving. Um, I think I've read that yet. To forgive someone is to set the prisoner free and realize that the prisoner was you. Yeah. Dang, I was just looking up that quote. Yeah. yeah. Quote. Literally, was just looking yeah. at that quote. Um, yeah. Say that again a little bit louder. The <clears throat> To forgive someone is to set the prisoner free and realize the prisoner was you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's first and foremost And that's you. so true. It's so true. Yeah. Um, I went through in my first ministry a church split um, where the church was literally split down the middle. I mean, it was mm-hmm. half went this way and half stayed. Um, like, had horrible things said about me, to me, about my friends, about people that we ended up going, starting a new church. Like, man, like, and I, it took me years and years and years to get over it. Like, it was one of those where I thought I was over it, and then I would see somebody at yeah. the grocery store, and I would like ignore them. screw off yeah. to three aisles yeah. over so that I didn't have yeah. to see them. I, didn't I do that whenever see I them. see you in Walmart. Well, I know. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, once again valid. Um, but, oh, sh- oh shit, it's a poly. But I really, I really wanted them. I wanted them to fail. Yeah, and I wanted yeah. them to fail. Oh, sure. badly. Sure. Um, and it was kind of a thing where it wasn't. It wasn't, I woke, it's not that I woke up one day and I was like, I'm over that. Yeah. I forgive them. I wish them well. Yeah. Because really, it needs to be said that I think you've safely, you've safely, you can safely say you've forgiven someone when you can honest to God, wish them well. Yeah. When you can yeah. wish them to be, to prosper, to be happy, whatever it is. Um, when you can pray for their, and legitimately pray for their happiness and hope that they're happy and well. Um and it took a long time. It's like I. It was kind of one of those days where I did. I, I did wake up one. Not wake up, wake up one day, but realized I don't hate them as much as I used to. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over that. Well, and uh, but it wasn't a, it wasn't like a light bulb moment. It was a, a long process where it was kind of less and less. And there was a couple times where I was sort of forced into interaction mm-hmm. with some of them and it was good. Yeah. 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 Like I, you know what I mean? It was something that I dreaded. Um, ended up one time I had to do it. I did a funeral and had to, the funeral dinner was at that church and I had to go back Yeah, and I saw some people and we hugged Yeah, and we talked and it was, it was yeah. one of those, it was very healing. Like yeah. it was a real healing thing. And that was maybe the day that it was like, oh, I can put this behind yeah, me. Cool. I'm, yeah. I'm I can now. put this behind me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, you don't forget it. Right, but it doesn't. No, I can still remember things said about me. Yeah, it does, but it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it I doesn't can, yeah. hurt. It doesn't. Right. I mean, you know, there's the old saying: it's kind of tried, but time heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. There is some truth to that. That there is some healing involved just with distance. Yeah, a time distance between things. I mean, but you have to allow it too. You have to allow. It. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's where the trite statement kind of loses its power. You have to allow that to happen. You know, with with what happened to me at the church, right before we planted City Hill, we were kind of in the midst of it. In the beginning phases of planting the church, I ran into the senior pastor from our previous church. And I was at the library. And I've told you guys a story, mm-hmm. but I'll share it with the podcasters. Matt too. reads books at the library. <laughs> what a nerd. Matt's got a library card. Um, nerd card. Yeah, I know. So I was looking up, I was, looking up, I was trying to find something. So I was on the computer and I felt a tap on my shoulder and I turned around. And it, was, it was the senior pastor. And I'd run into him a couple times around town and just said, hi, how are you doing? That kind of thing. I think one time I had an arm full of booze, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'm doing, asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it! Um, so I, so I, I, I ran into him and he said, hey, can you got a few minutes, can I talk to you? And I was like, well, that's fine. I was kind of like, well, can we really talk about it at this point? But So we went into a little, there was a little side study room there. And um, he said, hey, I heard, basically the conversation was, hey, I heard you were, doing this, getting ready to start this new thing in town, and I just want you to know we're, you know, I'm 100% on board, whatever we can do to help you, let us know. Um, I just, you know, we, so he and I actually talked for 10 or 15 minutes just about kind of what their church was doing in the community. They're doing some poverty initiative stuff, like, I mean, just doing some neat stuff that I would have loved to have been part of had I been there. Um, and then he, then he said, hey, do you mind if I pray for you and for this church you're getting ready to start? And I was like, sure. And so, like, that's... That's where it was. And so, like, at that moment, like, I think that was, like, you know, for you, going back to the church, I think that was kind of the nail in the coffin for me. Like, at that point, it had been a number of years, and I didn't really have any ill feelings. Like, it wasn't like, oh, shit, it's him. Like, it was just, like, kind of shocked that he was there and he wanted to talk, and that's fine. So, I, I you know, for me, it was just, it was a very healing moment. It was just a very strange moment, too, though, um, to be in that situation. But he had obviously gotten to a point where he could wish us well, and I was like, why can't I do the same right. thing? Yeah. So, um, but again, it took years to get to that point. So, for those of you out there who having these, who have these deep, deep hurts, it's not going to happen overnight. Right. Yeah. And I think another important aspect, and this is much more towards the beginning of the journey to forgive someone, is you have to be very honest about what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you hate oh, that yeah. person yell that to God to yeah. your friends I hate this person yeah. because it's not it doesn't do any and that sounds really weird to a lot of people but it doesn't do any good to deny that oh no. I love him right so yeah much. right but you know what I'm saying no like but we're so afraid especially if we if we're people that follow Jesus we're so afraid to be like honest honest I hate yeah. them I hate this person yeah. I want them dead I want like whatever it might be what you're feeling in that moment feel that because the more you get that out 
<clears throat> is almost like vomiting. Mm-hmm. Like you have that stuff has to come out. It's if you're ever, if you're ever gonna f- forgive that person, you have to acknowledge where your feelings are right now. Yeah. And if those feelings right now are, I want this person dead. Don't, then don't act on. No, that. but that, but you know, I, <laughs> you I know. Know, Rob Bell talked about this once. I don't remember on what. Maybe it was on his podcast or something. But how uh, he has a story about how well he says. If you get that stuff out, you're much much less likely to actually act on anything like that. Like, yeah. you know, we, we there there's some psalms in the middle of the Bible that are horrifying. Like, oh, bash your babies, your babies on yeah. the dash the babies of my enemies on the rocks and all this. Like, yeah. it's not just I want my enemies dead. I want you to kill their families too. Like, it's some crazy dark stuff. crazy dark stuff. Yeah, and you can look at that and be like, oh my gosh, it's so ridiculous. Like, you can ignore it. But there's something really powerful about that. I mean, the Psalms, read the Psalms. Those are That is an exercise in the human experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you've got Psalms are like, everything's flowery and wonderful and God is awesome. And the next one's like, screw this. I hate everything. I want my enemies dead. There's there's wisdom in that. Yeah. Um, Rob Bell talked one time about one of the churches he was working in. There was a guy that he said he swears it was like his sole goal to just piss him off. Like, yeah. just every week would have some offhanded comment, whatever it was. And that's me to you, right? Yes. <laughs> and but Rob said he started. He would. He was. A, he would. He jogs, and so he would start jogging. And he started just getting this stuff out while he was running. And he said, "I'd run three, four miles, whatever." And I, the entire time, I'm like, "I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I want him dead. I hate this person." Blah, blah blah. Like on and on and on. And he said, "You know, at first that lasted almost the entire three three miles, and over the course of the weeks, he realized." After about the first mile and a half, two miles, he ran out of things to hate about him. Yeah. And then it was like the longer he went, the more he got that out, the less he had, the less hatred he had for this person. He was able to sort of forgive him and move on. Yeah. Like eventually, get that stuff out. It doesn't do yeah. any good to be dishonest about it. Um, that is a, that's sort of the beginning of forgiveness. Well, maybe the beginning of forgiveness is to understand that you're forgiven. That... Yeah. Um, and also understand that there's somebody that needs your forgiveness. Right. And understand that you are so forgiven. It doesn't matter what you do, what you've done, that doesn't change. Yeah. And so what then happens is it's kind of like plugging into an electrical socket. You know, we, well, we're Rob sort Bell, of called, Rob Bell uses the term flow. You're, you're jumping right. into a flow of the way the universe is set right. up. I've done electrical yeah. work, so the electrical yeah. thing makes sense for me. Sure. But like, <laughs> no, but it does. Yeah, like, sure. It, it yeah. makes sense to me because no, you know, you've, got a, you've got this power source. And when you plug into that power source, that wire becomes the conduit that mm-hmm. takes that power and uses it to light something up. Yeah. Right? And so that's essentially when you're, if you want to forgive somebody and shine the light of forgiveness on somebody, you have to plug into that original power source and that forgiveness. You become the conduit. You become the conduit. And I think it's what you're talking about in Matthew 6. Right. And once again, it's not a, it's not a, a one-time thing. It's not a one day process it's a long it can be a long process depending on the hurt i think the the act of forgiveness is one of the hardest spiritual practices to to forgive next to love for enemies but that but that kind of goes they all kind of go with it because you know to to forgive somebody somebody who's hurt you yes there's somebody that you should forgive yeah to forgive somebody is to is to acknowledge that you love that person Yeah. yeah i think um so i whenever i think about forgiveness i think about um the Amish community that had the oh, school shooting. Yeah. So there's a there. This guy just randomly decided he was going to walk into an Amish school yeah. and literally killed 
um, 10 schoolgirls, just like that. And that very same day, that very same day, the grandfather of one of the girls started saying, I forgive him. Um, and in the weeks that followed, in the days that followed, there was this act in the Amish community where they, they actually uh, forgave this man. And they, they reached out to his family, right? And Yeah, and said that, that you are forgiven. Yeah. To me, that, that to me... That's to, Christ. That that is Christ. Yeah. To to it's it's a, a tradition steeped in forgiveness. I have issues with the Amish community, but like well, yeah, that yeah. right there. But that shows that they, in some ways, their heart is definitely in the right place. Yeah. Because that, that act of forgiveness. You can't just do that. Like no, that, you can't. That comes from a deep well of understanding your own forgiveness. It's a, a practice. Well it's a practice of forgiveness. It is. Yeah. So that that that's what I always think of whenever I think of forgiveness. If I can be like the Amish in that way and be like, you know. Forgive even my worst yeah. enemies. Well, and you hear, you, I mean, there's, I know there's some stories out there of people who've had family members killed by a drunk driver. And, you know, say it's a child, the parent has forgiven that drunk driver and they developed a bond and a relationship. And, you know, they go around, I've, I've known instances where they go around to her and talk about drunk driving, talk about their, what's happened between them. Yeah. Um, and again, that's not something that's easy. I mean, if somebody no. killed my child, I like, think of, think about nine eleven too, and how yeah. pissed we are we were whenever we got, uh, uh, whenever what happened um, with the World Trade Center, yeah. um, and I think, like, in that moment, I was like, all right, let's go kill him. Yeah, let's yeah. go kill him. Right. Yeah. We didn't even know who him was. So yeah, we don't like, know. Yeah, we yeah. didn't know who on earth Whoever, him was. Bomb but it was just like, all right, somebody. Yeah, uh, I, I'm vastly far removed from that mindset yeah, now. Um, Completely there's, on the other side. Yeah, field. and there's actually a. Uh, I follow them on Facebook. I can't remember the name of the group now. It's basically a collection of 9 11 families that have talked about how awful the res- the American response was to it, yeah. and they've yeah. talked about forgiveness. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty powerful because it's people of like different faiths, denominations, no faith at all. Like These aren't people just three jackasses sitting around a microphone. These are people who have experienced. Yeah, they have experienced the worst, the worst yes. loss that you can possibly lose. Yeah. Husbands, sons, daughters, yeah. Yeah. wives, yeah. brothers, sisters. Like, And they've come together and they said, no, what we really need to do is forgive. Well, and I, I had this thought the other day. And I don't want to, this could steer in a whole different direction. I don't want to do this, but... Um, I just want to at least bring it up for people to think about. You know, you think about it on a nationalistic level. You think about what would happen. And again, I don't have answers to this. I'm not sure where I even stand on it, but I just it's just thoughts I was having. What would happen if we forgave Al-Qaeda? What would for happen if we forgave ISIS? What would happen if we made that public as a nation? Again, that's not going to happen. I understand yeah. that. I've thought that too. But here's the thing. Forgiveness, especially on a personal level, is transformative. Not just for yeah. you, but for the other person. Yes. If Again, there's not always those situations where you can forgive that person verbally. Right. And you may not, you don't want to be around them. You shouldn't be around them for safety reasons, things like that. But you, know, you think about the drunk driver and the, who's killed somebody's child. And they get to, there's a, there's a transformative aspect to forgiveness. You yeah. see it in prisons all the time. People, you know, you know, killers being forgiven well, by the people they've they've wronged. Pope John Paul II met with the guy that tried to kill tried him. To kill him. Tried to kill him. Yeah, I mean, him to like, forgive him. He met him in prison. There's an absolute yeah. transformative aspect in that when you're when you're again in this instance we're talking about more reconciliation. Yeah. In those instances, as part of forgiveness, but in, when there's that thing that can happen, that reconciliation, it's very very transformative. So yeah. you wonder, on a nationalistic global scale, what would happen 
if countries stood up and said, "We forgive you," we forgive you. Let's, I don't know, man. I, like, I, again, I feel I don't, like, and I don't want to like, open up that whole can, but it's yeah, just I feel like what I, ISIS has against us is not. A, it's it diff- may yeah. just piss them off. There's a lot of global yeah. political implications. Yeah. I, that I would I wonder if that. there's any any precedent for it. If there's if that's ever happened, probably not. Like where somebody said, "All right, we forgive you." Because here's the, here's what makes forgiveness so hard is we're raised on retribution. Yeah, like. You do something to us, we do something. We're raising eye for an eye. That's nationalistic. Yeah. That's on that level. It's on a personal level. You know, maybe some of your dads tell you if somebody punched you, you'd knock them out. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Like I got in an argument one time with a friend from church that we were talking about Jesus talking about turning the other cheek. He's like, "Well, I'm not going to teach my kids that." Like I don't think he. I think he was talking about something else. I'm like, "Yeah, but he lived it." Yeah. yeah, like you can't say, well, he didn't mean that because that's literally what he did. He and let him, he let him kill him to the point where they took his life, and yeah. he hung there and said, "Forgive them." Yeah. Like, you know, I, and I think, um, I think we're a little far afield from where we started here. I know. But and I, I, I just at the like, same time, like, I think that the key with forgiveness, you have to understand that you're only hurting yourself by withholding yeah. that forgiveness. Yeah, you're only yeah. like you're not hurting the other person. You're only hurting yourself. You're drink, You're eating the rat poison, waiting for them to die. You're, yeah, and they get off scot free. I mean, they don't. I mean, in some cases, they don't care if you if you're mad at them. They don't right, care. Right. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, they may never even know that you're mad at them. Yeah. And it only affects you. And, and you know, there I was a the, one of the churches I attended back back a few years ago when you know we were post post ministry. He did a the pastor did a series on forgiveness, and one of the things he did was that the church purchased a, like a number of gift cards, you know, like five dollar gift cards, Starbucks, McDonald's, whatever, just really simple things, and just encourage people to to think about somebody that has wronged them that needs for, that they need to forgive and to send that to them with a very simple card, not necessarily saying anything like I forgive you, but just. Because again, it's about freeing yourself. There's, there's, and there, there has there's to be a, a almost a physical act to yes. get that ball rolling. Yeah, and, and I think that's a good way to even giving something like that and giving it disingenuously, ingenuously. Here you go. I hope you choke on your nuggets. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But the the act of actually giving something like that is is a step in yeah. the right direction. It's it's about again. You know, we've talked before in earlier episodes about the path of descent. It's forgiveness is very humbling. Because you're giving up control. Yes, and and that that's a very hard thing to do. Um, and so by you know these very small again we're talking about small steps here. Just hating somebody a little less than you did the day before or the week before. If it's about sending them a five dollar gift card, do that. If it's if it's just something like that, just to start and just send it to them out of the blue, you have no idea what that gift might do, what God might do with that. Yeah. Or what the divine or whatever you want to call it. And it's it. easier to isolate yourself from that situation. Because um, when you do put yourself out there, you are opening yourself up for for further pain. It's, it's possible oh, sure. oh, that they can react sure. to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post it on sure, Facebook really. say, oh my gosh, this idiot That's yeah. a really sent good me a McDonald's gift point. card for five bucks. That's Screw a very them. good point. So th- there is some fear in that. But um, you... You need to do it for yourself. Understand, and you look at something like the cross, and you see Jesus, a man who would rather die at the hands of his enemies than kill his enemies. Like, he would rather hang there and say, forgive them, than, than get retribution. Yeah. And he is saying that that way is possible. So he's either crazy, or he's on to something. Onto something. Yeah. Uh, that, he's, that, that he had <clears throat> sort of stumbled on the key to life, so to speak. Yeah. Um, 
and the key to real joy. So uh, that's that's a lot. I we should probably stop. That's a lot to chew on and take in. But we may come around. So here's here's what we should say. Point. If you think we missed anything, which we did, um, if you have questions, if you think we're full of crap, whatever it means, like, please send us feedback sure. so that we can continue yeah. this conversation. We may even continue it next week. Yeah. Even if we get enough feedback, some good questions, whatever. Um, if you don't feel whoever it was that, that asked the first question, if you don't feel like we covered what you're really wanting clarify for us let us know yeah, like sure, please and we'll we'll be happy to do that this is like i mean gosh we could talk about this forever yeah yeah good um i mean and rob I, bell did a five-part series yeah and i'm and sure he didn't right, scratch the surface right. so. so please send us feedback if you think we missed something if you have other questions if you chewed on it and you maybe you know, have something what about this what about this that kind of thing send it to us and also, if you, if you um, want to just talk a little bit more about something personal, you don't have to post it publicly on no. Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. Um, just send us a private message on Facebook, and, yeah. we'll, and we'll talk to you on there, too. So yeah. know that, that uh, um, we have a 100% response rate to uh, all of our <laughs> Facebook messages. Yes, we'll get to you quick. So we will we'll, we'll definitely talk to you about what's going on. And right, and just know that, you're not like, alone. you know, we each week, we totally dick around on this thing, and we laugh and joke and make idiot stupid jokes and mess around but understand that we do care about people yeah we care about our listeners we very much. deeply care about people being free and that's really what we want and we're willing to help in that process if we can even if you live in alaska or wherever um it might be like we want your feedback we want to be able to help in yeah. any way we can in some yeah. small way so yeah yeah so that wraps up our FUFI section. We're going to go into the feedback section. Um, first, we're going to go into the five star reviews. First of all, let's talk about a four star review. Yeah. Who dare you? How dare you? <laughs> who, who do you think you, you think are? You who are? Do you think but you, you know are? what? I forgive you. Whoever you, are, whoever you are out there who gave us a four star review, I can't, still love you. I can't wait to get one star. No, let's not talk about the one we star. We love you 80%. We're not even going to talk about the, the, the one star. We may not be able to forgive you for one star. We had a one star? No. No, we we should, we've got a four star. Oh, so it's a matter. It's, it's cool. fine with a four star. I'm okay. We're mediocre at best. So. Right. I'm really, yeah. Um, but I am going to read the five star review. The, the, the person who had the four star didn't leave a comment, yeah. so don't feel like I'm intentionally not reading yeah, theirs. Four out of ten would not yes. recommend. <laughs> yes. um, but I am going to read the, uh, the, the most recent five star review. It says, your marketing savvy worked. I, I don't know what that means. The um, name. I'm guessing the name. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, by Mishnutz. M I C H N E W T S. Michelle Newts. I'm Mich- calling it right Michelle now. Newton. Michigan Newts. Michigan Newts. Michigan. Just read. Michael Shut up Newtons. and read. Fig Newtons Michael from Newtons. Michigan. <laughs> Fig Newtons from Michigan. We appreciate yes. your five star review. Thank you. Well, I mean, okay, let's go. I'll just read it. As a fellow Hoosier, but a Purdue grad. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Yeah, we do forgive you for that too. Yeah, we will. That's fine. As a fellow Hoosier, but a Purdue <laughs> uh, grad. How do you stand the smell of Lafayette? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it is pretty bad. Yeah. Staley's corn plant. That's what you're smelling. It is. <laughs> corn processing. It's terrible. Yes. Anyway, go ahead. As a fellow Hoosier, <laughs> but a Purdue grad, it is quite enjoyable hearing you talk about places in Indiana. Mm. Geography aside, it is great fun to laugh while considering very thought-provoking aspects of faith in our postmodern world. 
you might make a scotch drinker out of me. Nice. Oh, hey, we got recommendations. Just bought a new bottle yeah. tonight. It's legitimate. And that is a reference from it's our. It's like Limeranji. Oh, so good. Was that's a reference from our what episode? The Sacred in the Ordinary. Yeah, we talk about scotch. So we talk about scotch and sacred in the ordinary. One mm-hmm. of our least listened to episodes. So it it's is. a really strangely. Good one. I don't. Yeah, uh, it's good. You should go listen to that. It's talking about, you know, enjoying scotch. <laughs> and, uh, more, than more than that. More than that. Yeah, than that but yeah. that's like the, we use that as yeah, our baseline. Um, so um, we got a little bit of feedback. I'm not going to share all of it, but uh, a couple of points I want to point out. Um, Mandy, uh, Brad's wife, shared a picture. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> said, I took a picture at the store the other day and forgot to share it. thought you guys might enjoy it. Hashtag uh. Crunchy New Ager. <laughs> uh, it's a picture of Color the Gospels. It's spiritual <laughs> art healing for adults. Yeah, I adore uh, that woman. She is so great. Including 47 fact, prints ready to frame. And the fact, right, because a lot of people are going to frame their Christian color I'm art. I'm totally doing uh, that. And the fact, I was so... I gave her a gigantic hug just for using Crunchy New Ager. It's <laughs> so good. Yes, yeah, awesome. So thank you for sharing that, Mandy. Um, the um, Ann Williams on Twitter at a n n e h w said just found at Pastors Podcast. Start with episode three. Uh, sounds like a lot of conversations. First I'd two have. are crap. <laughs> just skip the first two. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a lot of conversations I'd have with my friends. I think that also is a reference to episode um, with about the Scotch. Okay, See? isn't that sacred in the ordinary mm-hmm. three? Yeah, three yeah. is. Um, it's funny because we like a lot of our comments have been along the same the two two lines. One. I laugh a lot while learning something, which I think is interesting because we're both just, we're just dumb. Like we are just dumb people. Yeah, we're not exactly Rhodes scholars. Like we're not we're not Mike, we're, you know? we're not Pete Holmes. I mean, like we're not, like just I don't. I mean, we laugh a lot, and I guess that's funny to people. But and then the other one is these are conversations that I would have with my friends around the table, which is yeah. That's all we're doing. Yeah, so, we're literally around the table. Right. We're literally around the table having this guy. I think it's, it's always funny. They always seem to revolve around those two themes. I think that's cool. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of on to something. And then the last one I wanted to share is from uh, somebody called the Sassy Atheist at Sassy TKO. Hi, Sassy. They follow me. Um, it says... I follow them. They actually shared our, our feed on yeah. their, on their uh, Twitter. Well, thank you. It says, uh, you just got to listen to their podcast, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. So, huh. I had a decent little conversation with them on Twitter. The other yeah. Night. Thank yeah. you very much for sharing it. Uh, I really appreciate some of the uh, atheists. We have uh, quite a few atheist yeah. followers and mm-hmm. agnostic. Yeah. Uh, we, we love, love you. you and appreciate you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I think we're all on the same team, really, too. Like we're yeah. all, I think we really all want about the same thing. We just want the world to be a better place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're probably angry about the same things you're angry about. I'm guessing so. There's a good shot at it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, speaking of forgiveness, and I know that we already talked about this, but I think about like, you know, since we're talking about an atheist, um, I think about like Jesus and Jesus, what he was angry about. Um, the the thing that upset him the most was the religious people of the day. Keeping people from God. Is, is people getting in the way of truth. Of truth. Of getting in the way of truth. Of getting in the way of life. Yeah. So what I say. Yeah. So when I say to the atheist, you'll cross the you'll cross an entire. What does he say to the Pharisee? You cross an entire sea to make a single convert convert to make him twice the sons of hell that you are. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's just that's <laughs> mic dropping. Yes. Right yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, it's I. So thank you, thank you for being on board. We understand also, your feelings. Also, another interesting thing to note uh, from history is that 
the earliest Christians were known as they were seen branded as atheists by the Roman Empire because mm-hmm. they didn't they acknowledge their gods and worship Caesar. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yep, they were considered atheists. One of the there's no other name given under heaven by which men can be saved except that of Caesar. Yep. One of the greatest minds of our time once said, oh, God. Um, "Here we go." And the single greatest is. cause of atheism in the world today oh, is caused gosh. by Christians. Hashtag DC Talk. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yep. There, uh, there's more to that quote, but that's all, yeah, that's, that's all I need. If, if, uh, they didn't actually say it. It's a quote from somebody else. Yeah, I know. I know it only. I remember the Talk. reference. All right. Um, so it's closing time. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Um, five stars, please. Give us a review. We'll read it online. We'll read it on the podcast um subscribe to us on podcast on itunes you will uh get our dozens of minutes um, before everyone else sometimes hours sometimes like a day before it just it, itunes is weird i heard an arrested development quote quote i know people realize the dozens is an arrested development reference which is the best show ever put on ever television, put on television. If you haven't watched i actually it, heard an arrested out. development the last quote episode, the last season's terrible it is but watch the first an arrested development quote in the wild at a Starbucks a couple days ago. Yeah, I was so yeah. I was so I heard somebody tell his girlfriend, there's dozens of us, literally dozens. <laughs> and I about I about lost it. Oh, I love it. Thank you for subscribing. Um, it obviously keeps the downloads coming. Yeah. Um, uh, if you do want to support us on Patreon, go to P A T R E O N dot com slash uh, I believe Pastors Podcast. Yeah. Or Inglorious Pastors. You might want to work. find out. Might want to find I'll, out. I'll put it in here and eventually it'll it'll be <laughs> I'll, I'll know next time. Um, but so, uh, yeah, even for a dollar a month uh, you can support us. It will um, add you to the Pastors Pod or the uh, Pastors Pub on Facebook. It's yeah. kind of a close. It's pretty fun. It's it pretty fun. Fun. We have a really enjoyable yeah. time. It's Pastors There's a few Podcast. of us on there. It is Pastors Podcast. Yeah. So patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Yes. Um, just for a dollar. Um, there are different rewards. If you do more, we'll say your name on the air. You'll buy us around. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's good times um, for the different rewards. That are yeah. on there. So uh, now it's time where we pick a hashtag. <laughs> I, have so, two. I have two. <laughs> what, are, what are you here to? First is hashtag Michael's Penguin B. That's it. Wait, Michael's wait, Penguin wait, B. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hashtag Michael Hart's penguins. <laughs> no, Michael penguin me. Okay. What, what do you got? So um, I'm writing down. Michael this is penguin. gonna be a two against one vote, and I am totally here for this. <laughs> okay, so uh, I did have pink hashtag penguin knees. Um, so that was one. Um, hashtag Jesus was on to something. Uh, hashtag Brad's fact checking. Hashtag churches are totes adorbs. <laughs> That's almost too long, but that's really good. And hashtag extra thick yeast. <laughs> I kind of like that one. How about just thick yeast? That makes it a little shorter. Yeah, hashtag thick yeast. Hashtag. I still like Michael's penguin bean. I know. Let's do thick yeast. <laughs> I, it's so I'm, good. I'm going with Michael's penguin bean. So that about about you're the tiebreaker. How about either? No, you're the tiebreaker. No, you can't. <laughs> I can do the tiebreaker. You have to do one. You're the tiebreaker. <laughs> Or you could choose your own and we can battle uh, it out. Somebody will give it. Oh, man. Michael's Penguin B. Yeah, dang it! <laughs> I knew it. I can't resist. Here's the, here's why. The memes that are possible from that. Michael's <laughs> whale mouth won't die. It's the best thing ever. Uh, Michael's Penguin uh, If you, I would enjoy it. I would appreciate it. if you When you wrote Penguin, you wrote it with an A. So Penguin. Penguin. Michael's Penguin Beak. <laughs> Okay, Michael's penguin. I can beak. get on board with that. Michael's <laughs> That's penguin. That's fine. Beak. Michael's penguin beak. Okay. 
Okay. God, so we're idiots. Hit us up on social media. Let us know. Um, send us the hashtag to let us know that you finished this episode. Michael's penguin. Um, I actually my new I gotta say my news feed item was almost uh, a video of a humpback whale surfacing right next I to saw. the dock. That was literally that. like, and it was just because of the Michael's whale mouth. Uh, you're the worst. It's a pretty fascinating video, actually. It's it pretty is. neat. It's pretty neat, but it was also, it made me laugh. Yeah. Um, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> All I thought uh, when I saw him breach was, Five Iron Frenzy is a great band. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Sam Blair, for that. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> One of our our, our friends on yeah. Pastor's Bob. Used to be a friend of Michael's. No, so he much. is the worst. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's all good fun. Um, so again, I'm going to say this for like the fourth time. Hit us up on social media: Twitter yeah. at Pastor's Podcast, at Polly Named Brad, at Polly Named Matt, and I am also at MJ Basinger. Uh, B-A-Y-S-I-N-G here. Um, hit us up on Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast, Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Thanks to Scott Trickle for creating our lovely theme music. And Still owing pizza and beer. Still owing pizza and Sorry, beer. Sorry, Scott. Um, and I forgot to cue up the music for... Um, <laughs> For the for the for the firing somebody into the sun. Can we talk, so, about, can we talk about Michael's hair while he's doing that? He's yeah. got nice hair. I like it. I, I, like I think haircut. we we touched it on it we before. Did. Yeah. At least it was online. We talked about it's it. Very. Uh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Nice. We're not ready for this. <laughs> it's very modern. Premature yeah. rocket. Yeah. No, no comment. No comment. <laughs> no. Rocket stop launch. now. <laughs> Hit the button, Michael. Okay. So uh, yeah, we're gonna go. You guys have any other comments? No, about we're my good. Hair? Hit the button. We're, Hit the button. All right. I'm interested to see who you're gonna shoot. We'll see. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. NASCAR! <laughs> Just all of it. All of NASCAR. <laughs> yup. Yep, absolutely. Could not agree with Roman's racing. <laughs>